Welcome to Astrolace, a podcast made to explore the universe and your place in it, launching in 3, 2, 1. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Astrolace. I'm your host, Lacey Payton, and today is Saturday, March 21st of 2020. We just passed our third 2020 of the year which was a day of reflection because 3 2020 is going to equal a nine in numerology which we know is a day of reflection it's the end of a road it's the time to look back at our past and see if there's any changes that we'd like to make moving forward on our destiny on our path ahead so this is perfect before starting our new astrological year which always begins in Aries so the sun is at zero degrees in Aries and it's interesting because it's also squaring our north and south nodes so when it's making this t-square the sun is directly above this bridge that the north and south node are making so this is a good time for us to take a look at our past and figure out what changes we need to make maybe with our ego transform our ego to achieve our life goals so you can do this by being creative practice being generous and this will help get your ego on the right path which is going to also align you with where you need to be going in this new astrological year. Aries is all about action, taking the first step, and you want to do this in a way that is in line with where you want to be going in this year. So maybe last year you were thinking about making some extraordinary changes, you had a glimpse of this path that you wanted to take from now on but you never took that step because your ego was holding you back your ego was telling you that you weren't good enough that you weren't going to have enough money to fall back on that people were going to judge you for it whatever reason the ego told you you could not take that next step that's exactly what you need to reshape and reframe your way of thinking completely take out that subconscious thought by meditation or by just saying that you release that thought and practicing positive affirmations to reshape the way that you think this is going to cause a new energy cup that the universe is going to have to fill with that same vibration so you are reshaping your ego to have positive thoughts run through your subconscious so that you can make these positive changes and take that next step easier without even having to force yourself to do it it's just going to kind of come naturally and it's going to feel really good you're going to be able to finally fulfill your life's destiny and fulfill your life's purpose I also wanted to mention that the sun is in conjunction with Chiron because it's five degrees away. Now, Chiron is a asteroid which is representing our deepest spiritual wounds or what we need to heal in this lifetime. This is what our soul wanted us to learn and wouldn't wanted us to experience in this life so that we could progress and we could expand the knowledge of the infinite universe that keeps growing and growing. So if you are experiencing anything on the inside or anything that is traumatizing or emotional right now, you need to go inwards and know that this is for you. It's happening for you so that you can heal it. Look back on what you've been through and recognize that you are that 
wounded warrior that kept going that you are able to fight through anything this world puts you through because that is what your soul is here to do and i'm here to tell you that you can handle it and you will make it through this and you're gonna come out even stronger than ever before i promise you that all right moving on to further current astrology All of the planets right now are making what we call a bull, which is a planetary pattern in astrology where all of the nine planets are within 180 degrees of each other on the astrological chart. So our planets right now are actually all contained within about 150 degrees, I want to say it looks like. So this is a very tight-knit bowl, and it's in the houses 9 through 12. So any planetary energy is going to kind of be affecting the areas of our lives that have to do with ourselves, integrating ourselves with society. So this is really interesting to me right now, especially because a lot of my planets on my natal chart are in the same ladder houses. So I have this theory that if you have a lot of houses that are occupied with lots of planets that are in the first houses like one through eight you're probably feeling a little bit unearthed and not grounded during this time when all the planets are in the latter houses so this might kind of be a more difficult time for you whereas i feel pretty good i really like the energy that's going on i i love this oneness that the whole world is feeling and this connectedness this connected universal energy that we're all feeling it just confirms that we are all one. Oh, the collective energy that's what i was trying to think of the collective energy that we're feeling i fucking love it you guys so if you're listening to this right now i hope you feel my energy i am blasting off love right into your speakers right into your headphones straight into your soul right now and you can feel it i know it speaking of feelings the moon is in the moon is in the 10th house currently in aquarius actually no it just entered into pisces and we're about to have a new moon on the 24th which is going to be new moon in aries so we're going to have the sun in aries we're going to have the new moon in aries and no dull moments in your near future But as of today, we still have the moon in Pisces at 2 degrees and it'll remain here for about 2 days before it transits into Aries. So while it's in Pisces for the next 2 days, we also have Neptune in Pisces, which it feels very much at home here because it rules over Pisces, this watery zodiac sign, and it is the god of the sea. And all the active powers among the planets can be narrated through ancient Greek and Roman mythology. So the god of the sea is Neptune in Roman mythology, but in Greek mythology, Neptune is Poseidon, the god of the sea. And if you think you never heard of Poseidon before, you are dead ass wrong, you know? We rock the boat, Poseidon. I love to call your name, name, name. Baby, I love to call your name, name, name. Even J. Cole know what's up. So that was his song called Nobody's Perfect, J. Cole and Missy Elliott. But neptune like i said poseidon whichever one came first there's many controversies saying that the romans took greek stories but i personally believe that they both came up with these stories themselves because they were actually watching the planets and you have to know and understand that the planets were 
way bigger back in the day because back in ancient times they were closer to the earth so they're actually larger in appearance you know when the moon gets really close and you were like wow that's really big that's nowhere near as big as it used to be so when we have solar eclipses for example nowadays that only lasts for about like an hour where the sun is covered by the moon but back in ancient times this would happen for like weeks at a time so this was having a large effect on society you think the sun going up and down for day and night now is affecting us imagine how the planets affected society in ancient times just knowing this now and also knowing that they saw these planets as deities as actual energies and powers not just as planetary 3d objects in the sky for example Venus was seen being born out of the foam of the sea and it had this beautiful green aura surrounding it and it is so close to planet earth that it actually looked like it was coming out of this foam and Venus is the goddess of love and beauty and sex and fertility and she's the counterpart of Greek Aphrodite. They have very similar characteristics in themselves. Aphrodite was also about love and beauty and she was also born out of the foam of the sea so in Hesiod's Theogony you can actually read way more about ancient mythology and see how these planets take over the characteristics of where we where we get our stories of how the planets rule different aspects of our lives it's all stemming from the same thing and whether it comes from mythology or whether mythology was just created because that's actually what the planets rule and the planets actually are deities it's really hard to say we don't know anything from our perspective on earth especially because all of the ancient records are from ancient times and we're not from then so we don't have access to everything that they knew we can regurgitate stories that have been altered time and time again in today's day and age but we're never going to really know how the stars affected ancient times because the stars in the universe and the planets that keep growing further and further apart nothing is ever the same everything keeps changing but in this mythology neptune which is what i really wanted to talk about the neptune ruler of dreams the reason why he rules over our dreams is because there's this story where Neptune and his brothers Kronos and Uranus plotted against their father or somehow they got rulership over the spiritual realm, the earth, and the underworld. So Poseidon or Neptune, he got the sea and because the seawater is a little bit temperamental, Neptune was also this temperamental but he could also be calm and he's going to represent the watery oceany depths and if you think about the ocean it's very much so representing our imagination and this whole unseen world because there's so much of the ocean that we have never even discovered so in this very sense the ocean the deep depths are our unseen world and our subconscious mind so that's why neptune is going to rule over our dreams and also why neptune rules over pisces which is a watery sign which pisces can be known to be a little bit emotional which is just because their emotions run just as deep as the ocean water does so this is why you kind of hear that pisces might be a little bit feisty they say she a pisces I heard they are feisty you know how to treat her she'll be sweeter than a high seat. however 
not all Pisces are feisty necessarily. They just might have emotions that run deep and a lot of them can actually take control because they are rulers of the sea. It's not like they're drowning in this ocean water. They rule the sea. So Neptune feels very comfortable in Pisces, which is where it's at today. So we might be able to have more spiritual dreams that are going to represent the unseen or illuminate our subconscious minds to us so really pay attention to your dreams right now and if you say no i don't dream well you do every single night you dream you just don't remember because this isn't a priority to you for now for now you're just focused on your conscious life and as soon as you wake up you're like okay what are my steps what am i gonna do today you don't think okay what was my what was i dreaming about last night what were my dream symbols what can i learn from all those hours i spent conjuring up ideas from my internal and external dialogue and my subconscious mind but you can change that you can change your intention when you wake up to focus on what you're dreaming about and I'm going to go into the ways that you can start remembering your dreams in a moment but I also wanted to mention that Neptune is the ruler of dreams we know that now but he's more of a generational influence because of how long it takes him to orbit the sun so he's gonna be in one sign for about 13 to 14 years or so rather than the moon which also rules our dreams the moon is going to be more in relation to our dreams because it's reflecting our inner state of mind on a daily basis so it more so sets the trends for what we're going to be dreaming about day to day or night to night i should say some astrologers will look at where the moon is going to be transiting during that night to see what kind of dreams they're going to be having. Say it's going to be crossing a certain house or a certain sign, or it might even be crossing one of your natal planets. Say it's in line with your natal moon or your sun. You might start dreaming about certain scenarios just because you're more inclined to dream about it that night. For example, the moon is currently transiting the 11th house, which we knew the 11th house is ruled by Aquarius. So it's going to be having to do with friendships, social experiences, being out in the world, or having aspirations or insecurities about the future even. You might be at parties or clubs. Any kind of social event may occur while the moon is in the 11th house. Now, if the moon was transiting across your natal Venus, for example, this might attract influences of love and romance into social experiences. So maybe you're at a bar in your dream and you are finding someone attractive. Um, there's many different ties, but this isn't what you should base your dreams off of. This is just one way that astrologers connect the moon into dream life. Okay, so moving into the real core of this podcast where we're going to talk about how to have lucid dreams. Now, lucid dreaming is not the same as astral projection. Lucid dreaming is where you're having a dream, you recognize that you're dreaming, and you allow yourself to do whatever comes to mind, and you can do whatever you want. You can fly, you can go swimming in the ocean, you can talk to dolphins. I don't care what you want to do. You just have to know what you want to do first. 
astral projection is where your soul is actually leaving or your astral body your light body is leaving your physical body and going through the ether into a different dimension and in this other dimension there's no time so you can go to any time zone and you can also go to any place including the outer space I've never been able to astral project. It takes much practice. So does lucid dreaming, but that I had mastered years and years ago. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you how you can lucid dream. Now, a lot of the ideas that I'm going to talk about is coming from this book called Creative Dreaming by Patricia Garfield. It's this book that my dad gave me a long time ago, and it was written in 1974. It has a lot of good information about how many different cultures use dreaming to achieve different goals, whether it be getting over their fears, connecting with their spiritual gods, or even their spirit guides, getting answers how to cure illnesses. There are many reasons why people will connect with their dream life, and if you've never done this before, you should try it out. You can use your dreams to find support and help for your waking problems. You can build capacity for coping with fear when you're faced with these real life situations. You can learn about yourselves and be able to grow. And also you can deal with your problems at the origin in your own mind that you don't even know is actually causing you these day-to-day anxieties that you're feeling. But in order to take advantage of this creative dreaming while you're sleeping, you need to be able to remember your dreams and be more conscious of this dream life. And I'm going to tell you some steps to do this. The first step is to just know. Know that you dream. Know that you do it every night. And then this will give you the impression of having belief that you dream you need to fully believe that you dream just like you need to believe in anything that you do and you need to have the intention to do it so if you fail one night and you don't remember your dream the next day it doesn't mean that you're incapable of remembering your dreams it just means that you have to keep trying and you need to be persistent and do it every single night This is the same thing as if you were to try and do like the splits for the first time. You would try it and you would say, ow, and you say, that is not possible. But we know it is humanly possible because there's girls and people doing the splits all over the world. You just have to stretch every single day and be dedicated to it. This ties into the second step, which is to have the intention. Do you even know what you want to dream of? In order to have creative dreams, you have to have a creative mind. So really think about what you want to dream about before you even go to sleep. Maybe put yourself in that place where you want to go or who you want to talk to. You can literally talk to whoever you want in your dreams. You just have to really know that it's possible and put yourself there. So before you fall asleep, it's kind of like doing a meditation. You're going to slow down your breathing and you're going to visualize and pretend that you can actually hear the things around you and feel the things around you maybe you put your toes in the grass and you hear the water rushing if you're at a river but in my dreams I like to go flying so the best one ever was this lucid dream about going into a plane and then I could skydive down and I would land in this riverbank and then I would be able to swim across to the edge of the water and get back on the plane go back up and keep skydiving down so I don't know it was just it was a really fun experience do you know what you want to dream about that's step number two set that intention 
Now, step number three is probably the most important because this is going to help you to really recognize your dream symbols and take acknowledgement of your dreams. So, you need to write down your dreams before you open your eyes in the morning. So, when you open your eyes, you're actually activating 50% of neural activity even though you're still in that waking state. So, before you open your eyes, you want to write down what you remember. Keep a pen and paper close to your nightstand table or maybe even a journal next to your bed and write down what you can remember. Now, if you are really dedicated, you'll be able to do this throughout the night. We have four to five REM cycles that are 90 minutes and we do in fact wake up between each REM cycle. We just don't remember because we're so accustomed to it. We don't even know, but that's why when you're trying to piece back your dreams in the morning, they don't really make sense. It's because you had five different dreams and they just jumped from one idea to another in your head, but really they were separate dreams. So if you can write them down in between, and you recognize that you're waking up, this is usually like 3 o'clock in the morning or 3.30, then don't open your eyes. Stay in the same sleeping position if you can. And then in the morning, you're going to have all these weird jumbled scribble scratch that you're going to be able to piece together. And then you're going to remember those dreams. I've done that several times where I'm like, wait, what? I forgot I dreamed about that, but I can remember it perfectly now. Another way to help induce lucid dreaming, now that you're able to remember your dreams and you're becoming more comfortable with the fact that you do spend hours a night dreaming, you're going to tell yourself mantras before you're going to go to sleep. You're going to say, I will know that I'm dreaming tonight and I could do whatever I want. I'm going to fly in my dream today. I'm going to fly in my dream tonight. All day you're going to repeat that to yourself and before you sleep, you're going to imagine yourself flying if that's what you want to do. This has been enough for me to be able to recognize that I'm dreaming while in a dream and then begin to do what I wanted to do with that intention that I set. If simply just becoming aware of the fact that you're in a dream while you're dreaming is too hard, some people do dream checks where they'll try like poking their finger through their hand in their dream that way they can know if they're actually dreaming or if they're in real life because obviously in real life you can't poke your finger through your hand if you get really excited that you recognize that you're dreaming and you start to wake up what you could do is imagine yourself in the dream spinning around backwards and that should be able to put you back into that dream state and back into that lucid dream right away one more additional thing that you can do is to charge a crystal that you have. It could be an amethyst that's meant for dreaming or any other crystal. You could put the intention into its energy to help you lucid dream all night so that it'll put that energy into your aura or your energetic field while you're sleeping. Now, there are some other things that I wanted to mention about dreaming before you start really getting into it because it can be a little bit overwhelming if you don't know what you're getting into. Say you see someone and you're really stuck on seeing this person. You're like, why were they in my dream? I don't have any feelings about this person. I don't ever talk to this person. What were they doing there? Well, you need to know that your mind can't really make up people in your dreams. So it's just using them as 
people as fillers in your dream and they're supposed to evoke emotions in you so don't focus on who or what is in your dream focus on what the emotion was that you were feeling while you saw them or what the situation was how did it make you feel that's what you want to recognize and pay attention when you're interpreting your dreams in the morning and try not to be hung up on who it was or trying to remember what their name was like is it Keisha? Keisha? Is it Tisha? Tisha. Maybe Lisa? Lisa. Or Teresa? Lisa. It could be Tia? Tia. Maybe Aaliyah? I guess I find out one day for now I'ma say If you do see someone in your dream that you actually don't know in real life or that you've never seen before and you completely made them up, you didn't actually make them up. This is just your spirit guide visiting you in a form that they found that you would find comfortable for you to view them as. This happened to me in a dream about two weeks ago and during the dream I saw her and she was so beautiful and I was like, wow, this must be my friend's mom who I've been waiting forever to meet. But when she saw me, she said, I've been waiting for this time to meet you. Like, you're finally ready. She didn't say that, but I could see it in her eyes and they were just sparkling and she smiled. And I gave her this hug and I felt unconditional love. And immediately when I woke, I was like, that was not my friend's mom. I know what she actually looks like in this real world, and that was not her. This is a lady who I've actually seen in the far distance of my dreams before, and she actually came close and I got to see her, and this is after I've been doing meditations on trying to visualize and see my spirit guides rather than just intuitively knowing that they're there. I wanted to have a better bond with them, so I thought this was really cool. I'm waiting for her to come back and visit me in my dreams, but, you know, they are on their own quote-unquote time in there doing what they need to do. Now, this episode has mainly been about creative dreaming and having lucid dreams to more so have fun in your dreams and to really activate your dream life so that you can have a more fulfilling life in general. But I did want to mention that there's all sorts of ways that you can interpret your dreams. You can look at the symbols and whatever you find is intuitively your first instinct of what that symbol means. Take that as the answer. Don't take what the Google answer search engine was because that might not be what your spirit guides were putting that symbol in your dream for. They're going to use your knowledge and your past experiences to choose symbols that are gonna make an impression on you. Another thing is to not take dream life so seriously and to not get too overly involved in this realm because I have done this thing before where I was so into dreaming where I could not separate my dream memories from my real memories. So I was hanging out with people and I would tell them about these things that we did and they would be like, Lacey, that didn't happen. And I'm like, yeah, it did for sure. And that became actually a little bit scary to me. So you can get too involved in your dreams. Everything in life is about balance. So find your balance and use your dreams to your advantage. Now, I'm going to get into some tarot readings to end this episode. I'm going to do a pick a card and I promise I will have every single number on there. So go ahead and take a moment to pick number one, two, or three and I will put the timestamps in the description so that you can fast forward to your chosen number. But before you skip ahead, 
this is going to be kind of a fun reading. We're going to choose two cards per pile to represent what kind of dreams that you are prone to having or that you've been having lately and why. All right, so without further ado, pile number one. The first card that I pulled for your pile is the Seven of Cups, which the word on this card is choices. The second card is the Hangman. It's the number 12, a major arcana card, and it's reversed. So this first card, this is what you've been dreaming of lately, and it's going to be having to do with all of these different choices, whether you have different spiritual conflicts or different directions in life that you're going to be going. For me, I kind of feel like this has to do with what you're feeling on the inside. So you might be having all of these different feelings and emotions and they're very mixed and you don't know which way to go. So in your dreams, you're going to be seeing all these different options set out in front of you, whether they be your desires represented or your fears represented. You're going to have a lot of emotional representation being presented in your dreams and the hangman being reversed is showing that there's a stalling and moving forward and these emotions and ideas that you're having so so much trouble defining you are not being able you're not able to move forward so your dream is kind of helping you move forward in your physical life Hold on, my cat is about to walk on the computer. I hope that didn't mess anything up. Oh my god. I'm sorry. The... <clears throat> Let me take a deep breath. So, you are dreaming currently about your wishes and desires. They're being displayed in front of you, but you don't know which way to go. You are stuck, hung upside down, and you are kind of like in a cocoon right now. So... Your dreams are going to be helping you to, in your physical life, overcome this choice and help you make a decision. So pay attention to what you're seeing and how it makes you feel. If you're seeing an option and it doesn't make you feel good, that's not the way to go. If you are seeing a different option and that makes you feel really good, your dreams are telling you that that's the direction you should take in life and maybe that's what you should be paying attention to. So that wraps up my reading for pile number one. And without further ado, let's begin with pile number two. Okay, so if you chose pile number two, just know that you've been having some crazy powerful dreams lately. And if you haven't been able to remember them, then you really need to try some of the tactics that I taught you about today to remember your dreams because the first card that was pulled is the moon and this is the angel of dreams in my angel tarot deck so this has an angel sleeping on the moon and we know that the moon represents our intuition and our dream life so there's two wolves that are howling up at the moon and they are recognizing the power of this feminine energy and there's also a river flowing down below so there is a lot of intuition just being guided into your subconscious while you're sleeping and if you're able to tap into that the second card the seven of cups this is going to help you to tap into your full potential of what you can do in your dreams so maybe you are really interested in lucid dreaming or you might even be interested in astral projecting you might be interested in doing many different spiritual gifts 
And in your dreams, you can do any of these spiritual gifts that you have been wanting to do. That's what this reading is telling me to tell you. The Seven of Cups card from the Writer Tarot Weight deck is having seven cups with all these different opportunities blossoming out of them and they're coming from the clouds which is representing coming from our dream state and even just doing this reading i have such strong energy flowing through me right now if you chose this number pay attention to your dreams i don't know what message but there is a strong message for you guys in your dreams right now and that completes our reading for pile number two. I hope you enjoyed. And without further ado, we're moving on to pile number three. All right, so if you chose pile number three, I have a great message for you. The first card that I pulled was the Page of Wands, and the word on it is Ideas. This is from my Angel Tarot deck. And the second card is the Nine of Swords from the Rider Weight Tarot deck. And to me, this is immediately showing me that you are going to have a messenger who is likely going to be a girl or someone young maybe come into your life soon and they're going to help you to take that first step on this idea that you have. So currently you're dreaming about this first step and you're dreaming about getting this inspiration but you don't know how to move on with it. So in your dreams you might be experiencing situations that are meant to inspire you or be your muse whether that be a gorgeous scene of mountains and river waters or it be a person that shows influence on you and helps you do the things that make you happy this is what you're going to be dreaming about and the reason why you're dreaming about it is because the nine of swords card is something is keeping you up at night you're having problems sleeping and it's probably having to do with you not finding your passion and not being connected with your solar plexus and having all your ideas come to life on this page of wand cards there's a red cardinal and that's going to symbolize a messenger telling you to go for it take the first step it's the initial initiation bird that's sitting on this branch that the page of wands is holding so Whatever messenger is coming to you in your dreams, whether it's a spirit animal or a young person, listen to them or view the scene. Whatever your emotions you're feeling out of your dreams, take that as inspiration of how you should move on in your waking life so that you can cure your soul on the inside, your prana, your your chi energy that is needs to be in alignment because there's something that's making you wake up out of your sleep and it's in as deep in your subconscious so right now your dreams are trying to tell you what that is and how to use your passions and your ideas to get past that what i'm doing for this third pile is i'm adding a third card because when i was picking the second card this one actually jumped out at the same time so i felt like it was important to include this message in your guys's reading and this is the nine the hermit card so this card is a card of reflection he looks very lonely he's wearing a black cloak and he's looking down but he's holding this lamp and there's a star that's illuminating his path so in your dreams there's something that's supposed to be illuminating something inside of you that you haven't figured out thus far in your life so really pay attention to what you're doing and what's going to spark your soul and light 
ignite that light inside of you so that you can follow your passions and really just attach to your soul purpose and just be fulfilled and not feel like a hermit. All right, so that completes your guys' reading. I hope you enjoyed. And this also completes this episode of Astrolace. So I will tune in with you guys next week. I'm going to try to do it on Friday, but y'all know me. Goodbye. Namaste. I hope to see you guys all next week. Sending so much light and love your way. Bye.